1 Peter 1, 4. Whereby are ye given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. This is the habit of recognizing God's provision or when he provides for us. We're made partakers of the divine nature, receiving and sharing God's own nature through his promises. In fact, if you look at the next verse there, it's actually 2 Peter 1 verse 5. It says, and beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge and to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience, patience godliness, godliness brotherly kindness and brotherly kindness charity. This is receiving and sharing God's own nature by having a proper temperament and by having brotherly kindness and having charity. This is part being partakers of the divine nature. We're receiving and sharing God's own nature through his promises. Then we have to work that divine nature into our human nature by developing godly habits. That's where it says you're supposed to add to. The first habit to develop is the habit of recognizing God's provisions for us. It's a pretty boring world when everything's being taken care of for you, like you're Hercules in a movie or something, and you can't recognize what God's doing for you. They talk as if their Heavenly Father has cut them off without a penny. We think it's a sign of true humility to say at the end of the day, well, I just barely got by today, but it was a severe struggle. And yet, all of Almighty God is ours in the Lord Jesus, and He will reach to the last grain of sand and the remotest star to bless us if we will obey Him. He'll leave the 99 to go for the one. Does it really matter what our circumstances are or how difficult they are? Why shouldn't they be difficult? If we give way to self-pity and indulge in the luxury of misery, which is a huge uh, thing that we're dealing with today with like narcissism, we remove God's riches from our lives and we keep others from even wanting to enter into his provisions. Why would they want that? No sin is worse than the sin of self-pity because it removes God from the throne of our lives, replacing him with our own self-interest. So now we're serving a pretend God. This is where narcissism really kicks in. It causes us to open our mouths only to complain, and we simply become spiritual sponges, always absorbing, never giving like vampires or leeches, and never being satisfied. And there is nothing that is attractive or generous about their lives. God is our sole source for everything. He provides all to us when it comes down to controlling our breath while we sleep at night or our heartbeat or even the planets that are circling around in a perfect orbit and the sun keeping a perfect you know, distance away from the sun. The earth spinning in such a rotation so that it creates enough gravity to keep us here but not too much to smush us 
God takes care of all of that. And typically, though, people will need to have all of their so-called wealth stripped away from them to be able to learn that God really is our source. It's like the psalmist said, all my springs are in you in Psalms 87, 7. If the majesty, the grace, and the power of God are not being exhibited in us, if people can't see that coming out, God holds us responsible. God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you may have an abundant, 2 Corinthians 9, 8. Then learn to lavish the grace of God on others, generously giving of yourself. Be marked and identified with God's nature and his blessing will flow through you all the time. You know that woman or man that is so in touch with God, it seems like they walk in the room and nobody has to say anything. They know the presence has changed. It's a different feeling. 